0: I gotta tell you, I was fascinated. I watched every one of your post game press conferences. I can't say it every one of your seven. I've seen six, five or six of your seven so far. I was fascinated with your comments after the the uh, the game on Sunday, in which you you're talking about teaching moments and you're talking about. And this is hard to say because fans are frustrated, you're frustrated, players are frustrated after a sweep. Sweep, but you're saying this is going to make us a better baseball team at some point in time you're leaning on your experience for that walk me through that for folks who didn't get to hear your comments about your thoughts of how this is going to make us a better team at some point in time in this season
1: yes sir well it just follows the philosophy that adversity is a good thing because it's an opportunity to learn and grow and get better and as much as it sucks to, to lose any game let alone getting swept at home Uh, it's going to be a part of our story and it's going to be a part of our journey and the teams that end up being the teams that are the championship teams or the Omaha teams, they, at some point, had been battle-tested. You know, nobody goes wire-to-wire in college baseball without that adversity that is very critical for that team's ability to respond and grow and learn and get better, and so yeah it's it's just seen that so many times in in over twenty years of coaching that uh it's a very necessary thing in order to improve and get better now nobody wants to go through it uh but when you do go through it you know you have to you have to look at what type of advantage it provides it ends up being a positive thing when you reflect back on it but we need to make the- the necessary adjustments uh so so that we can improve and we can grow and we can get better but it's it's a, it's a philosophy of this target on growth and improvement, and there is no finish line when you have that target uh, squarely where it's supposed to be on just getting better.
0: Coach, I try to hang out with people smarter than me. That's not very hard to do uh, because uh, of, of the number of people that, that, that is available to me with that. Uh, but a friend of mine on Friday night, in the pouring rain, and, and and he had ended up leaving, but he texted me going, saying, I'm wondering if Coach Backett likes this. The elements are against you. It's a tough, close game. I mean, a, a, at some point in time, you end up having to come back the next day and doing it. With leadoff runners in the ninth and all. He said, I'm wondering if Coach Backett is liking this because it tests him a little bit. Uh, again, you don't like like the outcome but well, what's going through your mind i know you don't have all the say in this for friday night but but is that another part of that that even even weather was a, a factor for you this weekend
1: yeah it all falls into that bucket yeah. of things you can't control you know and whether that's the the weather or the umpires or fans or you know anything uh, anything that's outside of your control you know those are the things that we want our players to be battle tested in as well and all of those repetitions in those in those moments uh, give them very valuable experience, uh, as because those are the things that are going to happen over and over and over again throughout the season, and are very necessary uh, for us to be the championship team that we want to grow to become, and the championship program that we want to grow to become. So you, you know, you have to control what you can control. You can't control certain elements of baseball, and uh, but you got to be able to be comfortable being uncomfortable in those situations whether that's weather or whatever it may be
0: um i, I know some of us obviously talked about uh, maybe the, the bunt on, on sunday being big through all that but how do you handle that what do you talk to your team about uh, some of it you don't have to say some of it you do have to say what, what's it been like around there since the loss and what's, what's the conversation been like with the guys i know you had to maybe a day off the staff wise i know you had a lot of conversations but as you try to regroup what's the thought process uh, coming out of the weekend?
1: We got to stay positive. We got to keep our our heads up, our chest out. You know, not lose our confidence. Not not allow this to be the thing that that rattles us and you know can't overcome it. You know, we trained all fall, all preseason to be able to overcome adversity, and so this is this is a good thing. It's 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 it sucks because of what the how it happened and not playing well, especially uh, getting swept at home. Uh, but we absolutely have to keep our heads up. We got to move on. Today's a new day. Today's a beautiful day. We got an opportunity to compete again against USC Upstate out at Floor Field at, at 4 o'clock. And, uh, and that's where the target is. It's, it's all about moving forward, learning from our mistakes, moving forward, getting better, and just keeping that target on growth and improvement.
0: On that growth uh, mindset that you have there, um, again, you said you didn't play very well at times. I thought you played well at times, and there are times you didn't play very well in some key runs and, and some key parts of the game. What what was the biggest area of improvement you'd like to see coming out last week and moving forward?
2: Sure. You know, well, we
1: kind of split, split it up into three buckets of, of offense, defense, pitching. And I thought offensively we just did not capitalize and cash in with runners in scoring position at various times we had opportunities to either move runners along or, or knock them in from third with less than two outs. Uh, and we just, we weren't, uh, we didn't hit our metric of what we define as success for that. Uh, we didn't get the two out RBIs, you know, that big clutch hit, we were looking for, uh, the quality of our at bats on Friday was just well below our standard. Um, so, so that was disappointing. It's just being able to play a complete game offensively. I thought we were much better on Saturday and Sunday, uh, offensively in in those categories uh, defensively just too many too many freebies we gave up uh, not just the walks and hit by pitches but you know the advancement of runners on base beyond the expected norm and it, that was just you know we have a very specific goal to minimize the opponent's ability to move around on base and just too many too, too many bases too many too many extra outs um, So defensively, just got to play a much better run prevention defense of just being able to take care of the baseball, better ball security, and just make the fundamental plays. Uh, And then from a pitching standpoint, this is the one area that I think we have the biggest room for improvement. And I felt like coming into the season and still feel like this, that pitching is going to be one of the strengths of this team. Um, And that, that just gets back to throwing more strikes, minimizing the uh, the freebies and uh, getting ahead and UCF is a very good offensive team. They're very aggressive to the fastball. They they have the you know the power in their lineup to hit home runs. And when we fall behind and get in fastball counts and don't land our off speed, then they can you know they can sit on one pitch. And they did a really good job of of making us pay for some of those fastballs that were left over the middle of the plate and hitting them out of the park. Uh, so each one of these three games. The, the overall disappointing thing is that whether we didn't feel the bond or didn't execute in the red zone or didn't you know walk too many guys late, each game was tied after six all three games tied after six innings, and uh, we basically lost that tie or lost the lead uh, in the seventh eighth or ninth of each game and that's what's disappointing because we 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 pride ourselves on on toughness and mental toughness and you know being able to being able to overcome. When we get knocked down we get back up and that bunt play you referenced is a perfect example of that of okay, we throw a bunt play away, two run score, no big deal. Let's just let's let's reset. Let's get back. Let's let's shut it down right there. But that inning turned into three more runs with two outs that inning and that's just something that that's where we have an opportunity mentally to uh utilize our mental game and be able to get back to playing pitch to pitch and know that that bump plays over and you know let's focus on winning this pitch right now
0: winning this afternoon a step in the right direction you're going with tristan smith highly rated freshman a guy who's had some some uh, early success and then you brought him in, in a very difficult situation on on uh, on saturday afternoon tell us about tristan what you'd like to see from him in the start in the first start of his career
1: Sure. Well, it's, it's, uh, it's just going to be a short one and because uh, we need him this weekend. But he's just going to get that experience of going through that routine of being a starter and, um, you know, kind of that cadence of, uh, you know, I think that's a role that he's very comfortable in. He's obviously one of our best pitchers. He's one of the most talented freshmen in the country. And, um, you know, he's a guy that's got a, a fastball that's just, you know, he can generate swing and miss. On his fastball in the strike zone, and there's there's not that, that's hard to do. Uh, he's got a very good curveball, got a changeup, but he's a very good pitcher. And uh, when he's attacking his zone uh, with the stuff that he has, plus the command, uh, he, he's 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 really good. And uh, we'll be looking at expanding his role, um, and excited for him to make his his first start. Uh, but looking forward to uh, to. It would be a lot of pitchers that pitch in this game, but looking forward to playing a complete game for sure. Yeah,
0: I, I, I'm looking at his, his, well, his fastball just explodes. Is this key maybe that secondary pitches and getting those over the plate and having command of those, having confidence in those as well? Because, uh, boy, that that fastball just looks like it is, it's lively and it pops.
1: It does, yeah. He's got a metric called induced vertical break, and his his fastball really has good that good riding action up in the zone. So. Um, he's he's tough to hit. He is really tough to hit, and uh, he's got great stuff. And he's an awesome kid and great poise and uh, just very good pitcher. We saw that you know when he made his debut. He had never pitched in relief, I don't think, in his life, and comes in and gets a gets a big big save for us uh, that Saturday against Binghamton. And so getting him back out there in those in those high leverage moments have been good that's the experience we wanted to get him we had a feeling that he would eventually shift to more the front end of games and so we're uh, we're excited for him to get that opportunity today
0: all right i'm learning something man. induced vertical break i'm gonna look it up i'm gonna get into the metrics that's gonna be great stuff for you there um how about playing at floor field did you have you had a lot of experience with that in the past um you know going to minor league parks and going to to neutral sites have you done a lot of that in your in your past
1: Yes, sir. Yeah, I actually had the opportunity to play four times at Floor Field in 2021. Um, the Big Ten had a, uh, a different kind of a season that year. It was conference play only. And so we had some neutral site ballparks uh, early in the season, and Floor Field was one of them. So got to play four times at Floor Field and absolutely love that park, that staff, that crew. They just do a fantastic job. and. That is one of the most beautiful, picturesque parks in all of the South, if not the country. So we're we're excited to get back out there tonight.
0: Yeah, and I imagine the players too. I mean, you're playing in a, in a park like that, and a and a, we, you have a nice home crowd there too. But um, I imagine your, your players might like that. Speaking of of big games, I know we're we're about this game first, and the coach speak first. But what are your memories? You got South Carolina this weekend. What are your memories of that rivalry? You've been a part of some great rivalries as well. Um. Uh, well, let, me, let me back up. What's Ohio State Michigan like? What was that? Is that a baseball rivalry as well? They hate each other that much in baseball too.
1: Yeah, they do. They do. But obviously, I mean that's a it's a tremendous football rivalry, Michigan yeah. Ohio State. And I'd say that's where the you, the hostility and the energy, you know, was mostly for the the football game. Uh, Clemson South Carolina is the best college baseball rivalry that that I've seen. Um, or that I even know about, uh, and I just remember from from 2002. This was back in the Sarge Friday days, and uh, just just remembering, you know, that atmosphere, that environment, uh, the crowd, everything—it's right on top of you. It's it's awesome. It's awesome. I mean, you just you love it. It's it's part of it's part of what makes college baseball so great when you have so many passionate people that care about. This type of rivalry, so it's it's definitely a privilege to be able to to uh, to play in this this type of stage, these types of lights, these types of stakes. It means a lot to a lot of people on both sides. Uh, so, really looking forward to uh, to the rivalry. Obviously, like you said, you know our target is tonight against USC Upstate first before we even turn our attention to that. But we've been talking about it since day one that you know we will we will treat this rivalry with the utmost respect. And we do that by preparing for it and training for it all year. And we have, uh, so this isn't something that we just start talking about, you know, after the game tonight, this is something that we have, we have had a laser focus on uh, since June. So, uh, you know, best way our players can respect this rivalry is, you know, playing well and uh, playing their best baseball. And whatever happens, happens. But,
0: uh, final one for you. You've got yep. Barlow, Weiss, Corbett. You got uh, some banged up guys. Uh, anything you can tell us about? Uh, maybe tonight. Maybe this weekend. Anybody's, you know, you know, continue that training room, getting a little
1: bit better. Yeah, we got a little bit of the injury bug going on right now, and a couple more guys added to that. But you know, honestly, Mickey, nobody cares, and uh, that's not going to be an excuse. And uh, we we just will have a a mentality of you know the next guy, next guy, step up and. Uh, and anyone that, that isn't able to go will have somebody else that will, will jump right in there and get the job done for the team. So, uh, yeah, we do have some injuries right now, but that's not going to be any reason or anything to talk about for us on our side.
0: Growth mindset, I love it, Coach. Hey, great luck against USC Upstate today, against South Carolina this week. Let's review it and preview it. We've got more big action next week as well. Can't thank you enough, my friend. Good luck today, this weekend. We'll talk to you next week.
2: Yes, sir. Thanks, Mickey. Thank you,
0: Coach. Eric Backage, Clemson baseball coach. I like the mindset. We'll take a break. We'll come back. Speaking of mindset, I want to talk leadership with Dr. Milt Lauder. Somebody lead. We are void of leadership. Somebody lead and make some sense, and let's get some common sense in this thing. Rutgers and UCLA in the same same conference. Somebody get this thing going. We'll take a break. We will come back much more on the other side right after this. Hello, sports fans. This is Bozy Boggs of the Boggs Law Firm, located in Greenville, South Carolina, but serving the upstate for over 20 years. We've always been happy to be long-term sponsors of the Mickey Plyler Show, WCCP. Just thank all the listeners who have used our firm in the past. And anyone who has a legal question in the future, don't hesitate to call us at 233-8066 or find us on the web at www.bogslawfirm.com. No case is too big or small, and I'd be happy to talk to you personally about your situation. And if I can't help you, I'll find someone that does.
3: This is for the men who never settle. The ones who miss the fairway all day and still pull out the big stick. The type of guys who will always prefer to be behind the grill than in front of the camera. And the men who never
2: let their friends forget about a high school nickname. This is the Lodge mentality. This is Twin Peaks.
4: Who wants to settle for a single TV? With more TVs,
1: bigger screens, plus our fabulous scenic views, there's more to watch at Twin Peaks.
3: Mattress shopping? Look no further than Engineered Sleep. Visit their showroom in Greenville and try the ES Duo. This two-piece hybrid mattress is their most popular seller. If it's in stock, pick it up the same day or schedule a delivery. Setup is free. Plus, they take away your old mattress. Manufactured mattresses in Greenville for 90 years. Call 866-244-0898 or go to engineeredsleep.com. Save up to $600 and get two free pillows with code WCCP. Better sleep. Rest assured.
5: Standing water or that musty smell in your basement can be a sign of major problems. Canty Foundation Specialists are your local experts in basement waterproofing and crawlspace repair. Call us today for a free estimate. Canty can fix it.
2: Call the local experts for a free estimate. Call Canty Foundation Specialists at 864-403-5263 and ask about transferable warranties and available financing. That's 864-403-5263 or online at cantycanfixit.com.
4: East Main Furniture in Easley. Clearance sale is going on now. Everything in stock is highly discounted for great savings. Come find deals on living room, bedroom, dining room, lamps, rugs, mattresses, and occasional furniture. Brands like Lazy Boy, England, Best, Ashley, Catnapper, and Liberty Furniture, all at discounted prices. Hurry in for the best selection. East Main Furniture, located at 829 East Main Street in Easley, or call 864 442 6054 today. Okay, listen closely. A water furnace geothermal system can save up to 70% on your heating and cooling costs, will last twice as long on average than conventional heat pumps. You get the same tax credits as solar and Blue Ridge Electric Co-op members get an additional cash rebate. What are you waiting for? It doesn't take an engineer to understand geothermal is the best and least expensive way to heat and cool your home. It's like putting money in the bank. Learn more at ClemsonGeo.com. Sure,
0: you can wait until spring for spring cleaning, or you could get an insanely clean home now by calling the experts at Zero Res Carpet and Air Duct Cleaning today. They use ZR Water to clean your carpets like no other, and with no sticky, soapy residue, your carpets stay cleaner longer. Right now, mention me, Mickey, and The Roar, and you'll get three rooms of carpet clean for $119 plus a free hallway. Schedule online at zeroresgreenville.com. What if there was a
3: paint that made you look at paint differently? One that completely rewrote paint's genetic code so it can strengthen any color? What if it's built with better ingredients?
2: Even given superpowers? Since Benjamin Moore reinvented the way paint is made, it makes you wonder, is it still paint? Benjamin Moore, paint like no other.
5: The Carter Color Company, 1067 Tiger Boulevard, Clemson. Your independent, local Benjamin Moore paint retailer.
3: Tune in each Tuesday morning on the Mickey Plyler Show for an exclusive interview with Clemson baseball head coach Eric Backage all season long, only on The Roar, where every day is game day.
0: Broadcasting live from the Upcountry Fiber Studios, this is 105.5 and 97.5 The Roar. Upcountry Fiber is a
3: stronger connection. Your game day connection to Clemson football. All day, every game. We are 105.5 and 97.5 The Roar, where every day is game day. Roosters
0: MGC, Roosters Men's Grooming Center. Get your hair cut, guys, by people uh, that, that uh, like cutting men's hair, like cutting men's beards and straight razor shaves and, um, you know, straighten that thing up and, and, uh, back of the neck razor shaves and hot towel treatments and seven step facials and facial shaves and all that. Uh, get treated like a man, get mampered. Take your little cub over there. Get ready for your next business meeting. Get ready for your next hot date will clinton get ready for uh, your next wedding you're 32 years old right now yeah you got a lot of weddings still coming up he's got a few of those out there let them take care of it roosters it's roosters mgc plaza on pelham pelham road their app is is up you can go make your online appointments there you can give us gift certificates uh, it's a great gift for folks out this way some of our great friends off of pelham road in greenville uh, roosters mgc.com we got a fire go down by the
2: riverside to push out and bop, Living like we'll never die Come on still stay a while If you don't believe me, why
1: would I ever leave? Cause I
0: Dr. Milt Louder, com. Get in touch with him on an 80-degree day and head out to Mill Pine. Set that up because the spring's right around the corner. What a great place to take your company and learn more about performance psychology and sports psychology. Good morning, Dr. Louder. How are you doing this morning?
2: Oh, I'm doing great. I'm right where you just mentioned. I'm sitting at Mill on top of the knoll, watching the sun come up, looking at mm. the Blue Ridge Mountains. So mm. uh, it doesn't get much better than this, Mickey.
0: We need to do a whole show from there, and and uh, uh, you know get all that done. Of course, I'm not sure how the cell service we can do a show there because you're you're in a beautiful place where I love people, places don't have cell service. I need I need more room in my <laughs> life for places that don't have great cell service. Hey, I was going to run something right really quick. So uh, I wake up at 3:30 this morning with my son vomiting in in the bed. My four year old and, and he's sleeping with us and he's vomiting oh. everywhere. And then uh, I told I'm, I'm uh, Gilligan and my, my wife is a skipper. Uh, she's taking care of him. I'm just trying to clean up and change the sheets and pillowcases like for 10 times in a row of just just, sick everywhere. So anyway, but I look over and I'm watching uh, my wife. I told her how attractive it is to see this nurturing that, man, those moms, there's nothing like mom. We do a Mother's Day show. We talk about this too. It's like the nurturing spirit of a mom. I I can hold him and I can do everything she was doing, but it just doesn't come natural to me. It doesn't look right compared to what she does. And, man, what a – what a blessing it is to have these moms out here in that, in that nurturing spirit.
2: Oh, absolutely! Just the uh, the gifts of service, and I mean, just do whatever it takes. It always amazes me watching my wife, watching my mother. Um, just do whatever it takes, and the general reassurance of a mother's love and touch uh, has has strengthened all of us through our lives.
0: When when he needs something like for me, and I'm kind of like the preferred parent now through a lot of things. <laughs> But let me tell you, buddy. When he gets sick, it's right up underneath mom's arms, you know. And it's just—it's uh, really cool to see. It's interesting from a psychology standpoint to see how
2: that—that that all works out. Well, uh, mom, mom step into it, and dad step away from it. That, like, like we—we um, we don't want the mess. We don't want the uh, the the stuff. So that, I think that's the fascinating piece where mom step into that uh, so effortlessly it seems, yeah. and with such humility. Uh, where where dads are like, okay, how do I get out of this? I, I, like, when's mom
0: coming home? So I'm watching um, – we 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 watched Clemson's baseball this weekend, and I'm watching these guys, and and a couple of the guys for Clemson or for Central Florida, they struggle to get that to fly balls. I'm going to wrap this up. I'm going to get this up here in a minute for you. But And then I watch a major league guy and how smooth he looks in the way he takes his strides to catch a fly ball, a, a tough fly ball or a ball on a warning track or something like that. And I'm having a conversation with a big baseball guy, and he goes, "That that's the biggest difference in an outfielder, an experienced level of an elite athlete like that. It's just how smooth it looks." And then I watched my wife compared to me this morning, like I'm struggling <laughs> around, I'm running around, and like she's just got it, man. She just has that, and I think that's just mom compared to dad. Or at least that's what it looks like to me. Um, all right, I need some help here, buddy. I made a plea. Um, in, a, in, a, in a, our third segment of the day, a plea for leadership. There's a lot of talk about conference realignment. Dr. Louder, I, I've got Rutgers and Maryland and Southern Cal and UCLA and Iowa and Minnesota going into the same conference. I, I've got 12 teams in a college football playoff that makes no sense That number. I've got 68 teams in a college basketball tournament that makes no sense. Everywhere I look, there's no. I got. I have television contracts that are ending in every four or five years, and I got Vanderbilt and Rutgers making more money than, in football than Clemson and and Florida State. And the reason this is happening because I see this huge void of leadership. Why are we so void of leadership in so many areas now? Why are people scared to lead? Is it just that we cancel everybody who has any kind of thought about leadership? Why, why is it so hard to be a leader now compared to maybe in the past?
2: I'm not sure that was a plea as much as an ultimatum as a as a challenge. But, I, I Mickey, I think you are right. I think there's a number of factors. One, um, we've created a world where to have a different thought, to have a different idea, to stand up and speak what's on your mind and say what you truly believe, um, there's too many consequences out there uh, in the world today of, um, we don't have a culture. We try to teach a lot of people around, about psychological safety. And, and what that really means is the freedom to speak my mind, the freedom to challenge the status quo, the freedom to admit mistakes, the freedom to have different opinions than what you might have. And I think unfortunately we've created a world where it's not okay to think differently or be differently or have a different idea that instead of attacking uh, the problems in our world, we attack people. And, and what that creates is a group of or a generation of people who are passive, who just kind of sit back and watch. And it's hard to stand up and have the courage to do what you feel in your heart is right. And I think the consequences of being wrong uh, have been so great and so powerful. Uh, and I'm not quite sure that's what's going on I can I, uh, in terms of NCAA and Uh, I think what happened there was just a lack of vision. And now it seems that everybody's out to get theirs. And so instead of one unifying voice, actions with different um, interests, all trying to get theirs. And so that's why it seems so chaotic where you have 68 teams in a 64 team field or. What you say? The Big 12 doesn't have 12 or the Big 10 has. I, I don't I don't I don't try to keep up with all that because that's beyond my expertise. But I think that lack of leadership is just a we've lost the ability to speak our minds to be. Uh, to disagree without being disagreeable.
0: Well, even if you disagree, guess what? I might be wrong. But 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 if I am wrong, that doesn't mean a. am a bad person. And it, doesn't, it also doesn't mean wrong that I was malicious in my being wrong. And it also doesn't mean I'm going to be wrong all the time. That if I happen to be wrong on this one, then don't cancel me. Because guess the next time I, I might be right and it might be an honest mistake and it might be something that there was no malicious intent to it. So I'm not a bad person if I'm wrong about something. I love this idea of psychological safety. Can you expand on that? I hadn't heard that phrase before, but thinking about it, I think you're right. It's a comfort zone of psychological safety.
2: Well, Google did a huge study, you know, and, it's, and it's been a construct that's been around for a number of years, but Google did a huge study several years ago trying to figure out what made the best teams at, at Google, um, You know, what created the best teams. And as they kind of uncovered and kept digging, what they found is the best-performing teams and the highest-performing teams at Google create a high level of psychological safety. And uh, what that means is, as I mentioned, is just that freedom to uh, speak your mind, uh, the freedom to ask for help, the freedom to challenge, uh, what I, the, the willingness to be vulnerable, that I can trust you can handle my humanity. And so what I believe, and this would be really great for our world today, if we all give ourselves a little permission to be human, and in that humanity, find a way to connect to a common purpose and a common goal that's greater than ourselves. Then I think we, we start seeing leadership and people willingness to step into that discomfort. I
0: love the story of leadership. One of my favorite leaders ever. Um, I got to be fairly close with Dr. R.C. Edwards. Uh, actress presidency. I was there when he ran down the hill for the last time when he was president. Uh, but but I, I love hearing about him. You know now that he's passed and hearing stories about him. And, and uh, my good friend Joel Brawley, who was on athletic council at Clemson, tells stories about Dr. Edwards' leadership. And then worked with him in the math department there for many years. You know in the university. And one thing he said was, you know, that we. He said, yeah, we had committees, but they were just committees by name because Dr. Edwards is going to lead. Like there was no idea that he was going to hide behind some committee, that when it was when he made the decision and it was right, then he got credit for it. When he made the decision he was wrong, he got the blame for it. But it was his decision. Um, Seems like now, man,
2: I've got committees on everything. I don't know. Maybe I'm just well. I, I, there's nothing wrong with collaboration, right? Uh, there's nothing wrong with achieving input and and trying to achieve buy-in. Uh, but but what we see is with the committee you know, what you know a a powerful tool in psychology is that kind of um group think that the committee kinda forms a consensus and opinion and and nobody wants to stand up to it and say, Well, wait a second, I'm confused. Help me understand. I I kinda disagree with that point. I see it differently. And so there's nothing wrong, hopefully that that we invite especially different ideas and thoughts and Uh, Perspectives to what we're trying to accomplish. But at some point, somebody has to make a decision like, here's what we're going to do. And only time will tell if you make the best decision. I mean, that's just simple old wedding crashers right there. Like, no one can make the best best decision all the time. All you can do is make the best decision with information you have at hand. And only time will tell if it's a good decision. It it, it isn't that complicated if it's in wedding crashers. (laughs)
0: Uh, But yet... Um, I can't count to ten or twelve when I'm counting conferences now, and I can't I can't divide sixty eight <laughs> by two and get me down to two somehow, or twelve to two, and uh, I can't understand why Maryland and
2: well, I think I think Mickey, you just start chasing something without a clear purpose. And that's why it says in Proverbs where there's no vision, the people will perish. Right, what you start chasing is money, and what and you're and you're reacting to what everybody else is doing instead of that unifying voice, like, what is our purpose of college athletics? Why, why do we exist? What do we really want to accomplish? And then how do we do it? Everybody just becomes so self-centered and, and selfish in terms of I'm going to get mine. And I really, and then I try to hold on a little bit of, well, what's always been called the big 10, no matter if we have 20 teams, we're still going to call it the big, because I'm going to hold on to what I thought was a tradition. And so we try to hold on to that and make it fit into our current paradigm and um, that creativity without structure leads to chaos, and that's exactly what you're seeing these days.
0: Well, I'm going to go a step farther because there oh was boy. a, uh, there is a segment I'm going to get mine, and 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 that's not a totally that's not one hundred percent bad. I mean, uh, you're out to you're you're judged on what you do for <laughs> yours. I get that, and that, but now you do have to coexist with all that. But on the other side of it, the people who are in charge of making sure that there's more important things than you getting yours. They didn't stand up and lead either. They were scared to lead. I mean, at some point in time, someone had to say, wait a minute. We're, these are This is intercollegiate athletics. These are student athletes. The idea that we're going to go to class, we're going to try to get these people educated, we're going to try to graduate these people, that's what we're here to do. And instead, I've got to hear yeah. about money, and I've got to hear about getting mine, and them getting theirs, and everybody getting theirs, and, and then in the end, I don't, I'm not sure we're going to teach what we should be doing, and we lost our focus on who we're going to be. So it's, it's twofold. One is, yeah, I'm going to try to get mine, but two is those that, that should be in control aren't brave enough because they're just covering their own, and, and they're, I guess they're getting mine by not getting sued, maybe.
2: Maybe it's all about Well, there's no sued. accountability. Right. I mean, Dr. Martin Luther King, Jr. was obviously speaking to a different audience and different issues at a higher level. He wasn't talking about the NCAA. But, but if we look around and think, well, he said all it takes for evil to exist is for good men to sit around and do nothing.
0: I love it. And the other part of leadership is bravery. I was listening to a podcast today talking about that the void of leadership can be directly linked to the void of bravery. Sometimes it, it takes bravery. Sometimes, but, but, I mean, why would a commissioner – why would a president, why would a, a an athlete, why would you stand up and do the right thing if it's going to cost me my six-figure, seven-figure job I'm trying to create for my family? And why would I put myself out there? Because you know, I'm, I'm, I'm not brave enough to do that because I might be canceled. I don't know, man. I am void of leadership. Or they may be doing it
2: and, and we don't know. I mean, I think that that's well, another very, you know, what you're seeing in public, something may be different uh, in person. And so um, Abraham Lincoln said the best way to defeat an enemy is make him a friend. So maybe, maybe we have leaders who are stepping in and trying to create cohesion and connection and collaboration towards a unified goal. But what we see and what we hear uh, doesn't suggest that.
0: So, but if we had good, true leadership, Part of that leadership not only is the vision part of it, but is it is the communication part of it that's telling me that what we're doing.
2: So I should know it, shouldn't I? Does that make sense? Well, as a consumer, I, I don't. I don't know. I mean, yes. I mean, leadership is about transparency and communication. But at what level do we create transparency? At what level do do I need to be informed?
0: Uh, my answer to that would be at this lowest level of. 12 is 10 and Vanderbilt and Rutgers are making the same money as Clemson. Like, I, I should know that. Like, that's not a secret. <laughs> I don't need to know how the sausage is made, but just get me to 64, than 68. Get me to eight rather than 12 in the playoff and get me where Clemson and Florida State and make more money than Vanderbilt and Rutgers or, or get me at least out of Vanderbilt. I mean, are, are Rutgers and Maryland being the same conference as Southern Cal and UCLA? <laughs> I mean, common sense yeah, is, is that, not I, something I, that needs to be portrayed to me. You know, it's not a secret, I don't think. <laughs> but I see what you're saying, right? I, I don't need to know all the details, so I do get that aspect of it. Um, we talked a lot yeah, about leadership right. today. I know that's something you guys spent an awful lot of time on. Tell us about Amplos, about a moment with Mil- i mean, about about uh, the growth project, about Mill Pine, and about helping some some individuals and some companies uh, strive in that leadership uh, in, in their companies and in, in their daily lives.
2: Yeah, we were—I was out here yesterday with the leadership team from Greenville and, and did some some really great work, just laying a foundation. Uh, We have two 10 for 12 groups, which is an opportunity for leaders in the community and beyond uh, to connect with uh, nine other peers and walk through what we believe are our steps of personal and professional growth and developing your voice uh, in leadership is one of those. We're talking about grit, resilience, and mindset today for the two different groups. Uh, And then our podcast. I had a fun one last week, Mickey. We compiled a list of questions that people email in or call and ask, like frequently asked questions. Some were just kind of toss-ups who we are. And then some are, hey, what are some things we can really do to improve our uh, performance right now? What are What is holding people back? And so that was a fun one. It was the only one I've ever done, a podcast by myself, so I would ask a question and answer it. So that was quite interesting, but I had a good time with it.
0: If I can remember, and if nothing else major comes up between now and then, let's take some questions uh, via our text line next week and, and, and see what our, our listeners are wanting to know from you.
2: That will be great. Now, hey, take a breath. Right, take a breath. You All didn't right. get any sleep last night. No, time. I did not. Just, just take it. a, t- take, take a <laughs> breath, and and Drake's going to be okay. Mama's taking care of Drake, right. and and it's, you're going to be okay.
0: Hey, I thank you for your vision. I thank you for your leadership, <laughs> and I thank you for your ability to communicate your leadership, uh, and I thank you for your friendship, no doubt. I uh, look forward to visiting me. Have a great day at right. Mill Pine, and I'll talk to you next week. Thanks, Mickey. All right, buddy. That's my great friend, Dr. Milt Lauder. Short break, much more after this.
3: I'm a Dodger fan. I'm a Cup fan. Could you imagine living in a house like this?
0: Making choices is hard, but choosing the right
5: countertop doesn't have to be. Star Granite Interiors has been in business for over 50 years. We use the latest in technology. 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 No matter how you say it, we use the best equipment to ensure a quality experience, not to mention our customer service is second to none.
1: Call, call our dad, dad for, for a free quote.
5: Call Jeremy Revis at 864
3: 304 4249 One day your Honda Acura Lexus or Toyota is going to need an oil change. And there's that question, where do I take it? Before you make that decision, ask yourself what you're getting. Do they test drive your vehicle? Do they rotate your tires? Do they glance at the brakes or remove the tires and provide an exact measurement of your brake pads? What about suspension? fluids at first class halt and oil change means so much more than routine maintenance come experience the difference firstclasshalt.com your dealership alternative in anderson and greenville
4: we've all been there rushing to the restroom in a public place and bam you're hit with that out of order sign business owners know this story all too well don't let this be your patron's problem leave it to the plumbing experts timing is everything in the business world and you don't want to lose business because your customers can't do theirs Call the plumbing experts for maintenance or unexpected plumbing issues. They've got your back. Visit theplumbingexperts.com to schedule your next appointment.
3: This is for the men who never settle. The ones who miss the fairway all day and still pull out the big stick. The type of guys who will always prefer to be behind the grill than in front of the camera. And the men who never let their friends forget about a high school nickname. This is the Lodge Mentality. This is Twin Peaks.
4: Who wants to settle for a single TV? With more TVs, bigger screens, plus our fabulous scenic views, there's more to watch at Twin Peaks.
0: Moving out of state or across town, College Hunks Moving has all your moving and packing service needs covered. Decluttering your home, hauling away a pile of yard debris, or getting rid of that old hot tub, call College Hunks Hauling Junk.
5: We're a family-owned local business that services Greenville, Anderson, Pickens, and Oconee Counties. Call College Hunks Hauling Junk and Moving of Greenville at 864-772-9242 or visit us online at
3: collegehunkshaulingjunk.com. Hey, Anderson, if you're looking for a great place to work, Glen Raven is hiring. The making of world-famous Sunbrella products has opportunities for experienced pros and candidates who are new to manufacturing. Glen Raven offers a very competitive hourly rate, plus you'll get a $1,500 sign-on bonus. The generous benefit package includes paid vacation and holidays, 401k matching, a pension program, free on-site medical care, a 24-7 fitness center, and more. Apply at join.sunbrella.com today.
0: Winning multiple Ford President's Awards and top-notch online reviews are two reasons why George Coleman Ford should be your choice for
2: your next new or pre-owned vehicle. Every week, customers like you post online reviews raving about the buying experience at George Coleman Ford. It's like nothing they've experienced. No hidden fees and straight-up honest customer service. And with new inventory arriving monthly, George Coleman
0: Ford is committed to satisfying you. The best is found in Traveler's Rest, George Coleman
3: Ford. McNeely Store and Rental, your hometown local steel dealer for sales and service. With spring around the corner, steel has leaf blowers, trimmers, chainsaws, and mowers that'll make your life simple. With both gas and electric models, our AK battery homeowner systems start at just $199.99. They're not sold at Home Depot or Lowe's. Two convenient locations in Clemson and West Union. Learn more at McNeelyStoreAndRental.SteelDealer.Net. Store and Call 654-9187 Clemson or 718-1449 West Union. Hey listener, welcome to Lemu's Karaoke Lounge, where Liberty Mutual customizes your car insurance so you only pay for what you need, and the music never stops. Hit it! There's an emu with a full-time job! His partner's Doug, but Lemu's the heartthrob! Grubs and worms, that's what Lemu eats! Gotta fuel up to save you money and hit the streets!
2: Only pay for what you need at LibertyMutual.com
3: Liberty, 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 Liberty Your sports, your hosts, your station Second touchdown of the night, got a little crease in between the tackles Boy, does this kid look good 105.5, (laughs) 97.5 We're the roar, baby
0: Hit the road. John Foster, general hit manager at, at Wade Hampton, said that uh, a journey together began approximately two years ago with Trail when they had did a complete renovation of the casual dining space in their clubhouse. And, and uh, this would be the first of several projects they entrusted Trail with at the Wade Hampton Golf Club. The, the uh, other projects culminated with their construction of their new employee housing building. He goes on to say that the membership is pleased with all of the work and the early responses I've had, uh, have heard indicate that we have exceeded their expectations. That is a key phrase uh, in the branding of TRAIL. Uh, when I sat down across from a very interesting desk at, at Will Husk in, in his old office in the desk that he had there, he said that one time that if we did not exceed your expectations, we have failed. Apparently, they didn't fail with Wade Hampton because he said that the membership there, they exceeded their expectations. Uh, Mr. Foster goes on to say that I can say with confidence that Trail will be my first choice of contractors when we take on future products, projects. And that goes back to another one. 85% of the annual volume they do comes from repeat clients imagine that that is unheard of in that industry 800-319-7006 319 7006 so I had two or three conversations yesterday with I think credible sources when it comes to college athletics and among them, and, and by the way, no decision makers, like nobody at the highest level, but but people at the mid-level and, um, that, that have access. And, and, uh, and also at the same time, I was reading several articles. And David Hale is talking about the, the, the grant of rights and, and how in and his articles and his Twitter stuff, how it's just, it, it just seems to be impenetrable, and that's going to be the cause why he didn't think the ACC is going to be going away anytime. So he also makes a statement that he's not sure that, that the SEC would want Florida State at this point that why Florida state doesn't bring anything that they don't have. I totally disagree with David Hell on this because one of the things the, the SEC has done an absolutely masterful job of creating a brand, big stadium, big band, fake blonde baton twirlers, front row co-eds. You got, Uh, national championship, every team's national championship caliber, even though Vanderbilt stinks and Mississippi State stinks and at times Ole Miss stinks or Arkansas stinks or A&M stinks or South Carolina stinks or Kentucky stinks. And it doesn't matter because Alabama was good and now Georgia is good and at one point in time Florida was good and Tennessee was and now they are again And because it's the SEC. They've done a a masterful job of branding. But one thing I totally disagree with David Hale on is that the SEC already has enough – without Florida State, meaning Clemson as well? Because I'll ask you this. While, while they do have Alabama versus Georgia in Atlanta often, and now with what, Texas and Oklahoma, maybe, maybe not. We don't know that yet. But I'll just ask you this. Are you more interested? Let's just take Alabama. Aren't they the bell cow for the last 20 years? Goodness, Yes. Are you more interested? And I'm going to take Clemson out of the equation because I don't want to be biased here towards Clemson. But but you can substitute Clemson for Alabama for Florida State in this argument. Are you more interested in watching Alabama play A&M or Florida State? That's close. It's close. Um,
5: and we do have bias because we, we keep track of the ACC. If you would ask this question three or four years ago, I would say A&M. But if you would ask that question 10 years ago, you'd say Florida State. Okay, how about Clemson then?
0: I mean, let's start with this one thing. Clemson, uh, uh, Alabama's play for bigger stakes and better games than Clemson, and Texas. I mean, in Alabama, Texas A&M. And, and those games oh, have yeah. been pretty close at times. Would you rather watch Alabama play Florida State or Alabama play Kentucky? What What, what do people watch more? By the way, we're talking about not, now. Not, remember this, we're not talking about footprints anymore. Mm-hmm. We're not talking about, cable rights anymore we're talking about eyeballs on television sets are more people going to watch alabama florida state or alabama kentucky florida state are more people going to watch alabama florida state or alabama tennessee uh it's close that's that would be a close one yeah i get that but there's I'll a lot
5: that. of teams that alabama mississippi state okay hold on i'm gonna go down the list okay
0: let's do it uh because uh, now you got an overwhelming so far. That's close. Texas A&M and, and, and Tennessee, that's close at least. Um, Kentucky was not. Alabama, Florida State or Alabama, Missouri? Florida State. Alabama, Florida State or Alabama, Auburn?
5: Depends on if it's an even or odd year for Auburn. <laughs>
0: if it's in in here or not. <laughs> Alabama, Florida State or Alabama, Vanderbilt? Florida State. Alabama, Florida State or Alabama, Arkansas? Florida State. Alabama, Florida State or Alabama, Florida? Florida State right now, Alabama, Florida State or Alabama, Mississippi State, Florida State, Alabama, Florida State or Alabama, Georgia, Georgia. I agree, Alabama, Florida State or Alabama, Ole Miss.
5: Uh, My bias for Ole Miss, but right now, um, you take you take Lane
0: Kiffin, you take Lane Kiffin out of the situation. It's it's Clemson and Florida State over that. Yes, Alabama, South Carolina or Alabama, Florida State or Alabama, Clemson. It's Clemson at Florida State. Alabama, Florida State, or Alabama, LSU? Uh, LSU. So the point there is that David Hale is completely wrong about is an idea that they've got enough already and in a world which you can never have enough, Florida State and Clemson create matchups when Florida State and Clemson play Alabama and Texas A&M and Tennessee and Florida and Georgia and LSU – those are games that you're going to sit down and watch. Compared to Kentucky playing Missouri or Auburn playing Arkansas or Ole Miss playing South Carolina, that those are games that are still there is a market for that. That's where I completely disagree with David Hale on this. All right, there are at least six teams that are currently in the
5: SEC that if you take their matchup with any other SEC team. Replace them with Clemson or Florida State, you have more viewers, you
0: have more interest, and you have a better product. Absolutely you do. Because Clemson, guess what, has a big stadium and a big band. Florida State has a big stadium and a big band. Bigger than Kentucky and bigger than Vanderbilt and bigger than than, uh, Ole Miss. So, again, this is about eyeballs on television sets. And with with your average viewer, Clemson and Florida
5: State have a more decorated history than those other teams. David Hood from TigerNet,
0: and switching gears here, makes a legitimate point. Not sure he's, he's arguing a legitimate point that Clemson and Florida State to the Big Ten is a consideration. And that makes sense to me as well. He talks more about footprint and things on those lines, and and that makes some sense. Even geographically, it does not. But we're talking about a national conference anyway. So we'll see. I'm, I'm still fascinated by it, and the people I'm talking to yesterday about it, and the articles I'm reading yesterday about it. The final one is, I hadn't done this big time yet, but I read some articles yesterday on contract breaking and how to break contracts and things you can argue, things you can argue in court. And if you're Florida State and Clemson, among the things you're talking about with your counsel now, with your, with your attorneys, your school attorneys right now, is how long you can take it to court, where is it going to be heard, what's the court strategy, what's the argument strategy, and then when it does come down to maybe a, a settlement, how long can you finance that settlement, how long is the terms to pay that settlement back, how can you borrow off of that? Now, those are things, discussions that are going on now. It is obvious that, uh, that these are irreconcilable differences. And time, uh, uh, you know, shares you're going to pay, you know, pay all you want, whatever. Whatever shares you want. That, that's, that's a short-term, sticking your finger in the dike It's not going to work. They're going to break up. How and when and how it comes about, that's going to be the key. Hour number three right after this. WCCP FM 105.5, Clemson, Greenville, Anderson, WAHTA.